like my one client who's killing it, he's killing it because he's aware of the small, tiny changes that he wasn't aware of before. He's not looking at, hey, it's been a week and I, didn't, I don't have that long term, that three month goal yet. He's understanding the small change that's happening. And that's what motivates him to keep going because he's paying attention to that change. Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's recording is coming to you from outside my parents' backyard in New Jersey, so if you hear a car, if you hear a bird, if you hear me yelling at Pico for eating, stop it random shit. Just bear with me. (laughs) It's today's podcast. So today's episode, I want to talk about your future self, because this is something that I am constantly bringing up to clients of mine, because if you want to act according to what you want in your future, you need to know who your future self is. That means you need to know what he looks like, what he does for a living, what he does on a day-to-day basis, what are his habits, what are his tendencies, Um, what is his mood overall, his attitude, what does he he wear, where does he go, who is he with, and just getting clear on all of these things can really help you determine your actions right now because so many of us just have this automatic thinking where it's like, oh yeah, well in the future I'll be different you know, I won't be like this forever. Or, you know, I'll have this down the road. I I don't have it now, but I'll have it. And then we don't come up with a plan to actually get it. And um, I was just reading that relates to this. I was reading Dave Ramsey's book, um, Total Money Makeover. And he was talking about debt and getting out of debt. The whole book is about getting out of debt. It's a plan, strategic plan to get yourself out of debt and into savings and retirement and investing. It's a really great book. Um, it's a little extreme on getting out of the the debt, which I, all right, not, not to get into this book too much, <laughs> but it's a great book for getting out of debt. Anyway, so what he does talk about in the book is the fact that so many people, especially Americans, he brings it back to American stats, saying that so many people just assume that they'll be fine during their retirement years. They'll be like, oh, I'll retire and then, you know, I'll, I'll be good when I hit my my older years, or thinking they'll retire. People just assume they'll be able to retire. And the average American can't come up with, not the average, I think it's like 70% of Americans um, can't come up with something bigger. That's not the stat. It's bigger than that. Um, It's can't come up with $400 emergency. So emergency cash, it's everything is backed on credit cards. So you have to think like, all right, this is how everyone's living. But at the same time, they just expect that when they're older to be fine and be able to retire and then just lay back and chill and have a great life. And that's not true if you're not putting in the work right now. 
I would love to do a money podcast. I'm not a money person though, but I would love to just share what I learned in the book for you guys. Um, you know, knowing that I'm not a financial person, but there's so much knowledge and good tips in there that, you know, maybe I'll do a, a book podcast and just share tidbits from different books. Anyway, it just goes to show that we assume we have comfort in the future when we're not really making a plan right now in order to reach that level of comfort specifically. All right. So something that's so important is getting clear on what you want in the future. You have to know who you want to be. You have to know what you want. You have to know what type of person you want to, you want to end up with. Because when you don't know, that's when you have that gut feeling of, shit, I settled. You know, I just saw something and I just, in the moment, you know, it felt good. So I just went with it and I wasn't thinking long term. I didn't really know what I wanted. And that's something I hear all the time. You know, when I got with my partner, I didn't really know what I wanted. I wasn't clear on it. And like I said, this goes with every aspect of life, whether it's your finances, your health, um, your, your love life. It's just all areas of your life. You need to have a plan. There needs to be structure according to what you want in the future. And you need to scale it back to, all right, where am I now though? And what's that gap in between? So today is this podcast is talking about the gap and What you need to do in order to know what that gap is, what that gap looks like, is to know where you want to go and know where you're starting from, all right? Because one day, there's not going to be some magical day where you wake up and you're a different person and you have money in the bank and you have your soulmate laying next to you. (laughs) You know, it doesn't just happen. You have to work for it. You have to create a plan and be consistent with that plan and make tiny changes every day to get closer to that to that end goal or that end vision or your future self. So something that I, I help my clients, so a, a part of this that I help my clients um, get clear on or an exercise, I should say, I help them with is having them understand who their ideal self is. And whenever they do something that they're ashamed of or, you know, regret or feel like they shouldn't have done that and they wish they didn't, and they don't know how to change, I'll say, well, what would your ideal self do? What would ideal Matt do? And then they stop. And because they know that guy, because I've had them write a description of him and explain him and his life and where the the envision of him is what it is, they know exactly how he would react because they've created this guy as a person, as their ideal future self. So they know, all right, well, he would do this. And, you know, he would have probably approached her this way and said this instead of reacting in anger. And he would be more calm. He would be more compassionate. He would, he would, um, he would give her a hug. He would save more on a monthly basis, even if it's a hundred bucks. He would, um, you know, whatever the case may be, he knows exactly what that ideal future self would have done because he knows them. He knows him well, and he's heading in that direction. So as I said, the first thing you need to do is know that guy well, because not only will it help you create a plan to move forward for your future, but it will also help your actions right now. It will help you dictate, okay, how do I want to act in this situation right now? And when you come up with a plan and maybe you do read that plan every morning, you know, maybe it's like you read your description of your ideal self every morning and it may sound weird. It may sound foo-foo, woo-woo, whatever the fuck you want to think, but what this does is it programs your subconscious mind to pick up the qualities of this individual that you put your focus on on a daily basis. Because whatever we do 
in the very, at the very start of our day, guys, tells our body, tells our mind, tells our conscious as a whole that it's the most important thing. And that's why so many people are so distraught by comparisonitis because so many people, what do they do? They wake up and they look at their phone. And most of the time when we look at our phone, we're looking at what others think of us. We're checking social media. We're checking emails. We're looking at things that we have to, that aren't necessarily for us, for our benefit, but they're for, they're all about getting back to other people and, and putting other people before ourselves from the start of the day. And if we do that, that's a subconscious programming that, you know, I focus on other people and more than I focus on myself. And that can really hurt you because if you're looking at everyone around you, but you, and you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, not realizing the Joneses are in debt and they're assholes and they don't really have what they want. (laughs) They're living a really hard life because they suck at communicating and they're not passionate about anything and they're not focused on their, on their health, you know, you can't look at that. You need to look at you and you need to look and focus on the best version of you you can be so that every day when you reiterate that to your mind and to your body, little by little, your subconscious picks up on this and you start doing things in your day-to-day life that align with that character, that align with that ideal version of you because your body and your brain says, hey, this is important. You know, this information is coming to us every single morning. This is, it's a rewiring. It's a focus shift. And now you're saying, you know, I value myself and this is who I am. And you're starting to believe that's who you am and you are. And belief is what determines or leads you to different actions. All right. So I want you to get really clear, like I said, on your ideal self. And I don't know if you guys ever received, some of you received from, I think it was like last year, um, maybe even more than a year ago, I was handing out I was sending over ideal woman questionnaires for you guys to get clear on who your ideal woman is. And this was a pay, this was a document that was about 25 questions long asking you questions about your ideal woman. Cause I used to work mostly with single men. Now I work with men in relationships, but of course, if you guys are single, I'm still here helping you out. So I hope this is helping you. But if you receive that document and just, you know, having me explain it now, I had 25 questions related to who is this woman? What is she like? What is she not like? Um, what are, you know, what are the top qualities that you look for in, in your ideal woman? What are the top three? You know, and getting you like specific on what do you guys do together? What do you not do? Like, what can you tolerate? What can't you tolerate with her? And it's just getting you very clear so that when you do find that woman, it's kind of like an obvious slap in the face. Oh shit, this is her. And when we're not aware of what we want, we're not aware of things around us, it's hard for us to determine when, when they do come into our life. And then we question because we're like, oh, is this right? Is this right? Is this wrong? And the only way we know it's right is when we have clarity around it and when it makes sense. So getting clarity now on it is the best thing you could do for yourself. So I really urge you to create this ideal version of you so that way you know how to bridge the gap. Okay? And... This is something I do with my clients in the effective communication method. It's like, okay, where do you want to be three months from now? And where are you now? And let's talk about both these situations so that we understand, okay, well, what, ha- what has to happen between now and three months from now in order for you to get all these things? Well, we need to come up with an action plan where there's strategies that 
and, and actions. First, their strategies. Then you break those strategies down into actionable steps that you can do on a daily basis. And then you test and measure them. And I do this with all my clients. I test and measure so that every time we get on the phone call, we look at those action steps and we say, did you do them? All right. Why, why didn't you do them? All right, great. You did them. Let's go to the next one. So whatever the case may be, you're moving forward and you're noticing your progress because I'm calling you out on those goals and those action steps and your focus is there. What you focus on, you get, you get more of. Okay. So like right now, if you focus more on, on your money and your income and you focus on where money's coming from and where money's going, you will have much, a much better, clearer awareness of your finances overall. And it will come easier. Money will come easier to you because you understand it, you're aware of it, and you're paying attention to it. Okay? Same thing with relationships. You know, if you're paying attention to improving your communication skills, like for one of my clients, he's kicking ass in the Effective Communication Method program because he is because he is aware of what he got very clear and aware of what wasn't going right, what he wasn't happy with. And then he got very clear on noticing when things started changing. And because he was so focused on improving his communication in specific ways, whenever something happened that attached, that was aligned with that specific action or want, he was able to call it out and be like, Oh my God, like this happened. Like I saw her do this and that's what I wanted her to do. And that's so cool. And you know, it's not about, I don't want you to think of that as a controlling thing of, you know, sometimes, cause I'll say, if you want to get what you want in your relationship, but it's always to benefit both of you. I just want you guys to know that, that, you know, when I take you guys through the effective communication method and, and my coaching is always to benefit the two of you. All right. It's not this one-sided, you get what you want and we don't care about her. Everything is in alignment with what makes a healthy, sustaining relationship. So anyway, what allowed him to get to see change in his relationship was the fact that he measured it. He made a goal. We made a plan um, to attain that goal, those goals. And then each week we work on one step to get closer to that goal. And he's now noticing the steps and noticing the changes because he's focused on it. All right. And same thing, tying it back to the main topic of this discussion, when it comes to your ideal self, if you're not happy with who you are, don't assume that you're going to one day change. Okay. You have to come up with a plan to change. There needs to be strategy. There needs to be action steps and there needs to be an understanding that, Hey, this is where I am on a scale of one to 10. This is where I want to be. Am I getting closer? A week goes by. Am I getting closer to that guy? A week goes by. Am I getting closer? And if the answer is no, and you feel like you haven't changed in a fucking year, (laughs) then you have to ask yourself, what do I need? What needs to change in order for me to see change? It's, the answer is found in your daily routine. You know, I'm sure you heard that before. Pico, Pico, get over here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so whatever you... Peaky. Peaky. Hey, excuse me. Excuse me. Get over here now. Go back over there. That's not your house. Go back. Hey, go back home now. Ugh, caring. <laughs> He's getting very excited about the neighbor's backyard and trying to squeeze through the fence. So yeah, guys, that's what I want you to, like I said, pay attention to and get clear on is who is that guy and what changes do you feel you need to implement 
to become more like him. And when I say the answer is found in your daily routine, that means that it's found in small steps. Okay. Too often we have the, we set these crazy goals for a week when we're not even used to setting goals and we're not used to changing our, our daily habits. We'll just out of the blue be like, all right, I want to lose 10 pounds the next week. And it's like, all right, when was the last time you were at the gym? And they'll say, oh, it's been a month or so. <laughs> like, you're not going to, don't assume that you're going to build these habits just because you say, you know, you say something, you need to get your body adapting to it and you need to get into that, into that mentality and into that physiological pattern. And it takes time. It takes time. Cause like I said, what you're doing is it's a subconscious, um, rewiring of your brain to get you to act and behave in different ways that you're not used to behaving. So, um, so I'll tell my clients, you know, when it comes to health, let's make one change this week. What's one little change you can do. And if they usually go to the gym one day a week at that point, I'll say, all right, how about we get three exercises in this week? Same for three. Okay. Um, if they're trying to quit something, um, I have a client who's working on his porn addiction. So we'll just check in with that and I'll say, all right, well, you know, last week, maybe you looked at it five times. How about this week we aim for four? Because to say, and this goes back to setting yourself up for success, because to say that, okay, we're going to like, don't do that for a week. Don't do that anymore. It's just, it's setting yourself up for success by saying, all right, four is not that much different than five. I can do my best. I can make small changes in order to make that happen. And it's also giving yourself some freedom. I was telling my client this yesterday, like when you give yourself freedom to change, there's less and there's less resistance, you're more likely to do it. So what I mean by that is that when you're trying to quit something and you're trying to change your, your programming and change who you are in a way so that you could, be, could become more of your ideal self, something that really helps is saying, all right, well, I do, I do sleep in till, you know, I've been sleeping until 10 every day and I really, my ideal self would get up at six So instead of saying, all right, I'm going to start getting up at six every day, you could say, all right, for maybe two days this week, I'm going to aim for seven. All right. And then the rest of the days, I'm going to aim for 930. And it's just, it's easier. It's more attainable and you're not freaking yourself out. You're shocking your body. You're just easily adapting into a new pattern. Pico, get over here now. Come over here now. Come on. Come on. Let's go up here. All right. So small change is key. And even though you need patience for small change, and even though it's not as sexy because it's not as drastic, you know, you're not going to wake up and have a hundred thousand dollars in your checking account by, (laughs) by one week of work, most likely. So it's, it takes time. It takes time. It takes patience and it takes you noticing the differences. Like my one client who's killing it, he's killing it because he's aware of the small, tiny changes that he wasn't aware of before. He's not looking at, hey, it's been a week and I, didn't, I don't have that long term, that three month goal yet. He's not looking at that. He's looking at, wow, she looked at me like two times longer than she usually does. And she, and she smiled this way that she doesn't usually smile. Or she came into the room and said this to me and it like blew me away because she would never... She would never be talking about that with me, but she, she did it the other day. And maybe that doesn't 
that isn't the long-term goal for her to just come in and say one thing, but he noticed that change in her where he said, wow, like she was able to tell me that when she never does. And I think it's because I did this. And he's understanding the small change that's happening. And that's what motivates him to keep going because he's paying attention to that change. So that's another part of it is acknowledging the small wins. And, you know, you may feel like, all right, well, that should have happened. I should have done that. And this is often the male mentality. Like guys don't like to celebrate small things because they're like, all right, it's no fucking big deal. <laughs> like that should be happening anyway. Don't, don't, don't put yourself in that bubble of it should have happened. Put yourself in the bubble of, oh shit, that happened. Usually it doesn't. That's, that's awesome. I must be moving in the right direction. Awesome. All right. And then do something to just take some time, like take a moment and just say, wow, like proud of myself. Cool. That's great. And attach positivity to what just happened. All right. Don't attach the sarcastic world. Well, shouldn't have, it should have happened anyway, whatever. Cause then your brain's not going to want to do it again. All right. You have to think in like reward systems cause that's how humans work. So even if it's just verbal rewarding where you're like, wow, this happened. And usually it doesn't, that's cool. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to call Steph and tell her, I'm going to DM Steph and tell her, I'm going to tell somebody cause that was awesome. And it usually doesn't happen. And it did. And that's what I want. Spend more time focusing on the things that you get that you want for your future versus beating yourself up over not having it too quickly. All right. All right, guys. So I want to keep this episode a little short, um, just to, just to give you time now to journal about this. And when I say journal, literally just take out a fucking piece of paper and a pen and write down your ideal self. Okay. It doesn't mean like sit and curl up in your bed and light a candle. I think like some of you guys get a little thrown off by what it means to journal or, you know, is it, you know, is that like too feminine of me to journal? No, it's not. Like all my clients journal. All my clients are very masculine men. Um, a lot of you guys are masculine, very masculine men. Some of you aren't, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Journaling is so good for you to get your concepts uh, out of your head and onto paper. Because if you think about it in your head, it's way different than when you see it with your eyes on paper after it's written out. And you want to write it out, okay? You could type it later. First start by writing it, pen and paper. It's a different way of getting it into your brain. So write down what's your ideal version of you and explain that guy. Really, really get in depth over, like I said, what that, who that guy is, who he hangs out with, you know, what type of friends he has, um, what is his health like? You know, does he, does he, how often does he go to the gym? How does he eat? How does he talk to people? How does he treat waiters? <laughs> you know, like get as much in depth as it, as the more in depth you go, it would, the more it will benefit you, honestly. So get very clear on who that guy is and what he has in his life for the future. And then say, okay, what, what can I do now to take little steps like one step a week to get closer to that ideal guy. What needs to happen? And then let, let me know. Tell me about it. And if it has to do with your relationship and the majority of it is your relationship is struggling right now, 
most likely it's because there's lack of clear communication. So this is why I created the effective communication method. It's a program that will help you get totally clear on your communication skills. So you know, you're doing the right thing in your relationship. This is something that guys tell me all the time. Like, I just want to know I'm doing the right thing, or I just want to do the right thing and show her that I'm trying and go down the right direction. So I just keep fucking up and I don't want to do that anymore. So this is the perfect program for you. If you feel like you're lost when it comes to communication skills or you keep trying the same thing and you're getting the same results, that's because you're not communicating effectively. And even if you think you are, you're most likely not <laughs> because I've talked to plenty of guys who were like, no, I am. Like I'm, I'm talking to you very clear and this and that. And it's, it's not about what clarity means to you. It's also about what clarity means to her. So that's where I come in and give you another perspective from her side because I'm able to see that much easier than you are. All right. Cause when you're stuck in a problem, it's very hard to see the problem from any other angle, but your, but your own. So if you're interested in the program, let me know guys, uh, you could fill out the, there's going to be a link in the description for the effective communication method and just take a look at it. Take a look at what the program's about, fill out that form and we could hop on a quick call to see if it's the right fit for you. Okay. So no further commitment other than that is just to talk to me about it, see if it will fit your lifestyle, your relationship. And like I said, we could do exactly what I've talked about in this episode of knowing exactly who your ideal self is in your relationship, where you are now, and how to bridge that gap in between. I'd love to help you do that. So let me know, guys. That's there for you. That is it for today's episode. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world, and I will talk to you soon.